From TLDR News, this is your daily briefing for Thursday the 9th of June 2022. Good afternoon. Today we'll be discussing some of the biggest stories, including the Moderna vaccine and potentially sending migrants to Zambia. We'll also be discussing the USB-C law in Europe with TechAlter. But first, the tragic news of an attack in Berlin. At 10.26 yesterday morning, a car ploughed through a crowd of people in the heart of West Berlin, killing a teacher and injuring 14 of her 10th grade students, before crashing into a shopfront. The driver, a 29-year-old German-Armenian, was apprehended at the scene. The incident happened just opposite Breischendplatz, where in December 2016, a lorry intentionally drove into a Christmas market, killing 12 and injuring 48. Actor John Barrowman, who is coincidentally at the scene, said yesterday, quote, I think we have witnessed a terror attack here in Berlin. However, Iris Spranger, Berlin Interior Affairs Minister, said that the latest evidence suggested it was the case of a, quote, mentally ill person running amok. As papers in the car, initially claimed to be a letter of confession, were later revealed by officials to be posters about Turkey, which holds troubled relations with Armenia. While there has been a lot of speculation in the news in recent weeks about the UK government's plans to send migrants that cross the English Channel to Rwanda, there hasn't been really much consideration of other countries that may want to get in on the scheme. It seems that today, Zambia has expressed an interest in negotiating a similar deal with the UK government. Although it has been made clear that they want to wait and see how the current Rwanda plan goes before deciding whether it's worthwhile. Zambia already takes a lot of migrants. For example, it currently hosts about 100,000 migrants, mainly from the Congo and Burundi. Additionally, the UK government is in talks with Albania and Ghana to take in migrants. Again, provided that the Rwanda plan goes well. There's more on the way, but be sure to subscribe and ring the bell to make the daily briefing part of your daily routine. Or just search for us on your podcast app to listen along. Many of us may be feeling like the pandemic is over now, with life returning largely back to normal. But it should be remembered that there is still coronavirus transmission occurring around the world. It should come as welcome to news then that Moderna has developed a new vaccine that is significantly better than their previous vaccine at boosting an individual's antibody levels. Specifically, the old Moderna vaccine produced about 1,800 units of antibody, whereas the new one produces about 9,500 units. This is more than a five-fold increase. The hope is that this new vaccine will mean that people only need a coronavirus vaccine once a year, and that it will protect against future strains of the virus. While this is all obviously very good news, the new vaccine does still require regulatory approval here in the UK. Moderna seem confident, though, that it will be approved. In the United States now, the House of Representatives has voted through a series of gun control measures that prohibit the sale of semi-automatic weapons to people under 21 and prohibit the sale of ammunition magazines with a capacity of more than 15 rounds. The legislation, dubbed the Protect Our Kids Act by lawmakers, passed by 223 to 204 votes, with only five Republicans supporting the act. Unfortunately for them, though, the bill is extremely unlikely to pass through the Senate, which holds 50 Republican senators in opposition to only 48 Democrats. However, Republicans have claimed the bill is an attack on citizens' constitutional rights to own a firearm. This is unconstitutional and immoral, said Republican Thomas Massey. 
We're telling 18-year-olds to register for the draft. You can go die for your country, but we're not going to give you the tools to defend yourself. In the last story today, we thought we'd go through a bit of a, well, different story about something known as a love drug. According to an academic at the University of Oxford, a cocktail of chemicals could be used in the next three to five years in couples therapy. Specifically, such drugs would artificially increase the amount of the four main chemicals behind the feeling of love. Oxytocin, the hormone that makes us enjoy cuddles, dopamine, a reward hormone that makes us happy, serotonin, which makes us obsess over someone, and beta endorphins, which make us addicted to the person. Obviously, such a drug has serious ethical implications, because while it could be used to help failing marriages, how many people would opt to remain in a chemically-induced relationship? That's all we have time for on YouTube today, but if you want more, including our interview with TechAlter about the new USB-C law in Europe, then watch the extended edition of The Daily Briefing over on Nebula. Nebula subscribers not only get everything you've already watched ad-free, but also an extended edition of the show every single day, available to watch on Nebula or stream on your podcast app of choice. So if you want to support the channel and get a more extensive daily briefing every day, you'll want to sign up. And there's good news. Our friends at CuriosityStream, the streaming service which offers some of the best documentaries, is offering a deal whereby you can get both platforms, CuriosityStream and Nebula, for less than $15 a year. That's all the best documentaries you could want on CuriosityStream and then more TLDR on Nebula, including the extended briefing, other full exclusive TLDR videos, and it's always ad-free. Click the link below to get both services for less than $15 a year and support the channel.